Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Uh, I believe it's like week 30, 30, 31 of the year. Year is flying by. Okay. Um, how is this year for you guys? You guys enjoying it? I don't know. I always have mixed reviews about years. Always seems like by the end of the year, I'm like, was that a good year? Did I enjoy this? Yeah, this one's this one's all right. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about what this podcast is really about for new listeners, because I know a lot of people are downloading. Thank you so much. Um, you know, this is a basic edited podcast that covers a review of the Joe Rogan experience for whatever week that uh, I do this on. So I just try and line up all the Rogans for the week, listen to them, maybe just I talk, which is like this one, or I get a guest on, and we talk about uh, you know, what went on in the episodes, what we liked, what was good, you know, um, a lot of us started listening to Joe because it was just a good podcast. It was interesting. You know, it was entertainment. It's like watching a TV show that we like, but I think in so many ways, what makes it so popular is it changed that changed into something that started to have some answers. He started to really lay down some knowledge and have some guests on that were able to kind of give people a guiding light. You know, a lot of young males figure out what the fuck it is that they're doing some rules to live by and this week really reminded me of that because you know you get weeks where you seem to get hit by everything and it's tough and it's destabilizing and you look around and maybe some you know maybe you get injured you can't go to the gym or some other problem happened you can't train jiu-jitsu or just your routine gets thrown off starts to destabilize you and then you look at what you have left and in so many ways it's like well you know you can sit and listen to the rogan podcast you got hours a week of it and it entertains the hell out of you it keeps you it keeps you normal right so you know my hat's off to that guy and that's why i do this shit and you know i worry about failing and having it suck too and it probably does but it's gonna get better and i'm gonna keep working on it thank you guys for for downloading and, and keeping listening. Uh, this week, great guests, right? Uh, Jerry1146, Jeff Garland. Jeff Garland's a legend. Um, he has been around forever doing great comedy. Right now is on two great shows, The Goldbergs, which is uh, Brian Callen's show. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of that one, but uh, obviously uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm is massively hilarious. And... Uh, Brought to you by uh, Larry David, the dude that did all the Seinfeld shows. So it's just unbelievably hilarious. Um, and they get into it. They get into it by talking about how Jeff Garland never likes to leave the house. Uh, I'm not that old to where I don't want to leave the house. But I kind of understand where he's going from when I hear this. And uh, he said that recently he went to Jeff Ross's party. Jeff Ross is um, <clears throat> the guy that does the... Roast Battles, the bald guy, Jewish dude. And he said the party sucked. He hated it. There was uh, some kind of man bun in the hot tub. And, you know, just like the douchiness of it. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to stay home from now. He even points out how much he loves napping, which is a hilarious thing, really, to hear. But it's like you just kind of imagine all old dudes just wanting to nap all the time. So, yeah, he's pretty much a homebody. Um, you know, it... He, he has a great form for his stand-up, too. Because he's so busy, he, I guess he doesn't write 
a lot. He doesn't do short little sets. He likes to go up and just do like an hour of talking nonsense. And if you haven't watched Jeff, uh, you know, or, or tried to YouTube any of his um, stand-up, have a look. There's not a ton out there, but but he is really chilled, very relaxed up there, and it's it's pretty badass. And I mean, he's talking about you know certain comedy that he doesn't like, like people that move around too much. You know, the really exaggerating comics. He's saying they're not funny. I don't know if I agree with that. Brian Callen jumps around a lot. I love that guy. Jim Carrey used to. Um, who else is really good like that? Uh, Robin Williams, obviously. You know, legends. And if you haven't watched a lot of... If you're young and you haven't watched much of Robin Williams in his past, you got to check that guy out. Holy God. His stand-up was just out of this world. He was a lunatic. Uh, did a lot of cocaine, too. Talking about old guys that move around a lot. Uh, they get into um, rock stars, you know, people like Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger's 74, still dances around the stage like he's 30. I don't know. I say that. I'm in my 30s. I don't know if I can move like he can. He uh, does yoga twice a day or works out twice a day. I mean, he keeps that shit moving. Now, this is something important, right? Joe talks about this a lot. This is one of those, you know, moments that you got to pay attention to. Keep your body moving. There's no nothing magical about it. Use it or lose it. If you're not moving in dynamic ways, it's just not going to keep moving like that. It doesn't need to have the ability to make those movements. It's it's not going to give you the capability to do it, right? Your body's just trying to keep yourself alive. It's just like, no, I'm tired of moving like this. You're just going to get slower and slower, and then everything just tightens up. So keep fucking moving. Look at Jagger. Obviously, you don't have to be moving like him at 74, but, you know, get as close as you can. Uh, why the hell not? Um, another interesting thing that they got into on the podcast was um, kind of like the effects of what you say and comedy. And it was interesting how he got into... He was talking about the Kramer incident, right? So even for people that aren't huge fans of stand-up comedy, you're going to know that the guy who played Kramer on uh, Seinfeld went up on stage and like lost his mind during a set and started throwing some M-bombs. Like, a lot. Like, way too many. You know, I don't think one's an unforgivable amount, but 50, it certainly is. And if you haven't seen the video, watch it. It's disturbing. But what's weird is he left the stage going, oh, that crowd was kind of weird. You know, it's like it didn't sink in yet what he had done. And maybe there are a lot of kind of like, you know, sets or open mic sets that, you know, you just say some weird shit and you get down and people boo you and that's the end of it. Right. But in this day and age, they can film everything. Everything's captured and it gains momentum fast, especially when it's PC violating and shocking like that. And that was it. It changed his life. He didn't even know it changed his life. Yeah. Crazy. You know? And th- and this kind of brings us into the next guest. So on Joe's 1147 JRE, he had Dr. S- uh, Deborah So. I didn't know much about her, um, but I know she, uh, from now, now I know that she has quite a bit of a following online. She's a sex researcher. She seems super cool, and she's very pretty too. And, um... You know, when you listen to that podcast, like very soft voice. I mean, everything about her in so many ways is very attractive and obviously very intelligent. Well, 
this segues nicely because she was on there talking about like um, all the kind of liberal language that you use today. You know, like um, the feminist movement or the LGBTQ, JV, whatever all the things are. I don't know. I can't keep up. But she's talking about it. And, there, and, and, it, and it's a really interesting podcast. A lot of it is kind of stuck on that one subject, but there's so much to cover. But it is interesting really to ask yourself, you know, what are the values that you keep when it comes to looking at these different issues and paying attention to people's rights and then also believing in your own rights? And the, the huge thing for me is just like, what is, what is the appropriate way of speaking and behaving when it comes to others? Like, how considerate do you have to be? And also, how much rights do you have to just say the things that you want? You know, hate speech is an issue. So where is the fine line? And how do you moderate that? How do you get to a point where people just aren't oppressing what you think, what you say, what you do to a, a dangerous level? I mean, I don't think you have to repress those things too much before it's dangerous. You know, ask yourself that question. I don't think so. You start telling somebody what not to say and then i mean the resentment builds and it's like why can't we say these things and where where does that lead to you know it's it's a scary thing i mean you know talking about like what you can say and can't say joe was talking about getting 23 and me done so he got it done and he was really hoping that a little bit of him is black at least a high enough percentage for him to get discriminated against. He thought that was funny. I thought that was great. I was like, that's hilarious. I don't know why people are so obsessed with that. I don't know what people are trying to do. I think the 23andMe craze and movement is really honestly just coming from all this kind of nonsense with um, the gender thing and like the appropriation of like what you say and can't say and... And in some ways, people, you know, they want to be able to identify with a lot of different races. It, maybe it is good, right, to get results back and it shows that you're a little bit of every nation. Um, maybe you're less inclined to be a bit racist. But I don't know if that's the motivation. I don't know. I don't I don't get it. I don't give a shit, really, what all, you know, my ancestors 10 generations ago did. But then I don't really identify with, like... I'm not sat there seeing all of humanity as different people anyway. I'm like, we're all the same. It's just some different colors, but I mean, they're human beings, you know? It's just, I don't know, I'm grandstanding. Who, who gives a shit? But you know what I mean? It's like, it's just a weird curiosity thing. I never really got into that ancestry tree business though either. I'm like, what the fuck? It's just because everybody wanted to know if like a king was in there somewhere. Am I related to some famous person? Well, it's not very impressive when you just go back far enough. You're related to everybody in the past. I mean, to some degree, right? There's a lot less fucking people. That's how it works. Um, up next was JRE1148. I feel like I'm just moaning a bitch in today. I don't mean to be. I'm in a good mood. I'm, I'm doing fine. But uh, 1148, Andrew Santino was on there. Ginger. Now, God bless those gingers. He's a very funny man. Very funny, man. There's some funny gingers out there. Louis C.K., well, you know, not as funny now. But Bill Burr, he's still hilarious and not masturbating in front of people, uh, which is a good start. Uh, Santino was talking about 
uh, or maybe it was Jamie brought up that they're actually having a three-on-three basketball in the Olympics. This is like a new sport that's coming up. They're setting up this like three-on-three business. I'm not a huge basketball fan anyway, but I'm, I just feel like, hold on a minute. So now there's two basketball Olympic games. Where when do you stop doing that? I mean, at what point? What are we going to have five aside soccer in the Olympics? We don't have that, do we? I don't think so. It it just doesn't it doesn't make a lot of of sense really when it comes to that sort of level of competition. Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? I mean, the only thing uh, Rogan really knows about basketball is he's met Shaq a few times because Shaq was on uh, Fear Factor. And uh, talking about how massive Shaq is, is absolutely hilarious. Especially because Joe's not that tall. I think he's 5'8". Um, so being shorter, you know, and then standing next to a guy that's like twice your size. I mean, that must be really humbling. And it gives you a different perspective of like what human beings are. I mean, he also knows Brock Lesnar. You know, there are some giant motherfuckers out there. And uh, what, like, how wild a time. Uh, it is in sports when we're like growing these freak athletes. I mean, it's pretty sweet that Brock Lesnar's come back to the UFC. Uh, now his diverticulitis is kind of healed up. I, I'm pumped. I'm pumped to see what happens. Like, he's a beast. He was a beast before. Yeah, he got kind of smashed, but maybe he can do some real damage. I'd love to see what he does up against Cormier. Um, uh, oh, Jamie on the, the, the Santino show... Um, they were just getting into how, how like Jamie, even though he's like a grown ass man is wearing, uh, an ultimate warrior t-shirt. And I have to say, I love that so much. You know, I don't think it really points to like the immaturity capabilities of some jobs, like being a sound engineer for Joe Rogan. But I think it just also says, Hey, we don't have to take ourselves so fucking seriously all the time. You know, like who needs to be wearing a suit? all the time what is a suit why are we wearing this silly piece of clothing i mean unless it's a wedding or a funeral every day is it really necessary can we only take each other seriously when we're in suits i mean just wear whatever the fuck you want i i i think that more jobs should be like that uh get on it well uh you know i mean if people can dress like women when they're men and that is supported why can't men just dress however the fuck they want I mean, you know, that kind of solves a lot of issues right there. Um, a big jump that they, they move on to from then is uh, the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing. Um, he pops up on Joe's podcast quite a lot. Uh, I think Joe is a little bit of a comedic obsession with it. He did have a great um, Jenner bit uh, in one of his, I think, his last comedy special, which was just legendary. And, uh, yeah, they, they talk about how he killed that woman. He was driving and, I guess, texting and just, like, hit a woman in the car and killed her and didn't go to jail. And then becomes a woman and that's the end of it. Nobody even thinks about it. And then he wins fucking Woman of the Year. You know, you don't want to take anything away from someone's achievements, but Jesus Christ, he killed someone and that's the end of it? Like, at what point are we like, hold on a minute? That's kind of fucked. That's just, that's a dangerous precedent, you know? I mean, he got away with it because of probably how rich he is. You get good enough lawyers, I mean, you fucking probably get away with anything. But it's, that's sad. 
It's really sad. It's not cool. I'm sure if I fucking run someone over with my car, I'm not getting away with anything. Um, yeah. They, it, Rhonda Patrick came up on this last podcast as well, just talking about having kids. They're all talking about kids. Santino has no kids. He's thinking about it. They're saying people out there that want kids eat some nuts. Eat a mixed nuts bag. Raises your testosterone. I guess you can spunk more. You're more fertile. That's a bit of factual knowledge that came out of this podcast. Sometimes you listen to something for three hours and you're not sure what you just learned. A lot of times with the comedians on, you learn very little, but it's hilarious. But that is one gem. You want to have kids, eat more nuts, bigger loads. Um, You got it. One of the last things they were talking about was face tattoos. Uh, Face tattoos are a bad idea, people. Okay? Um, This is super obvious. But when they were getting into, like, how many people are getting these things done, I I got my hair cut last week, the week before. Uh, Dude had face tattoos. Lots of stars and, like, a seahorse. And I'm just like, Jesus, dude. Like, I mean, he looked nuts. And then he's got scissors right next to my face. I'm just like, wowza. But again, it was $18 and a pretty good haircut, so I'm willing to take the risk. I'm going back. Um, oh, and fun fact, this is this is actually probably slightly more interesting than the nuts one. Uh, Santino was saying that if you are a ginger out there, uh, all is not lost. Yes, people will make fun of you constantly for all of time, but um, you can make twice the vitamin D from the same level of sunlight as other people. That's pretty good because people do suffer from vitamin D deficiencies and being a ginger and from cold, dark countries, I guess you can just make vitamin D out of just a little bit of sunlight. So there we go. Uh, It will offset the depression that you get from everyone making fun of you for being a ginger. It's rough, but it is some sort of consolation. All right, just a short one this week, guys. Uh, thank you again for um, downloading. I really appreciate the support. I know this is basic as fuck, but I'm learning. Uh, you know, I'm not afraid to fail. And well, yeah, of course I am. But I'm gonna keep plugging on, keep doing these every week, pick up the production value as much as I can, make it as interesting as I can, get more guests on, and and fuck yeah, I love you guys. Cheers. What?